Big Balls Bob. Not to be confused with Tiny Balls Todd. I do have a body. It's very fantastic. Uh, more of a temple, really, than a body. I can't tell if he's doing a bit or not. I'm glad you brought that that point up because Todd's a pussy. It's right next to Todd's OnlyFans. It's, Todd's, it's on the internet. Yeah, Todd's not dumb. I tried to get in a high honors English class once, and they called my parents and were like, "Hey, just tell him he can't do it." <laughs> <laughs> it shows. It really shows. I'm a dumbass, and I'm sorry. The first time you've been let out of mom's basement, right? Oh, no, I'm still in mom's basement, actually. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. I'm going to throw these two guys into the screen so that if I die, they can carry on the legacy of crap that is this show. We may be a legacy of crap, but we have the best defensive tackle in the NFL joining us today here in Lombardi's Bar. I'm your bartender, Dan Connick, and we are getting ready to welcome in Kenny Clark into the bar here at Lombardi's Bar. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you appreciated and watched all of the Randall Cobb interview just a little bit before us. We're, we're double-decking it today and got Kenny Clark. We got one of the best wide receivers, and we got one of the best defensive tackles in the league here on Game On Wisconsin. If you haven't done so already, if you've been watching us for the last hour or so, take a second to subscribe on YouTube so you get notified every time we go live for the show here. We want to let you know that we are brought to you by our friends at Artec Ventures. The goal of Artec Ventures is to collaborate closely with founders throughout all the investment and fundraising stages, turning their visions into successful companies since, 19, since 2020. Artec Ventures has helped turn great ideas into profitable... Sorry, Artec. Profitable businesses that make an impact on industries, communities, and beyond. Visit ArtecVentures.com for more info. One day, one day I will make it through that whole read without blowing it up. Let's get to our drink special really quick today. In honor of the shutout at Lambeau, it's the Ofer. Like as in, Russell Wilson is Ofer in his career at Lambeau Field. What's the Ofer? Basically, it's all our drinks are zeros, big old zeros, zero calories, zero sugar, zero everything, zero taste. Like it, it's literally just it's going to be water. It's water for everybody today at Lombardi's Bar. We probably need a little bit of it. Let's bring in the other two guys here before we bring in our special guest, Kenny Clark, joining us. It's Todd Varney and Jimmy Christensen. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? A little bit later today. Are you, are you, I'm you terrific. Another, have another coffee? I'm terrific. I'm <laughs> hydrated. I'm feeling great. Uh, I'm excited for this interview. Yeah. Uh, I'm not so hydrated, but I am very pumped for this interview. I think it's going to, it was one of the best interviews I think we've done for Lombardi's Bar. And he was the original Lombardi's Bar bump, which he, you'll see, he recognized. So yep. recognized yep. and made the commitment. About he he is he is fully on board supporting the Lombardi's bar bump. Yeah. Yeah. When we um, do things for good things for people, they do good things back for us. Right. It's all karma, baby. Yeah. Yep. Just flowing through the universe. I, I say let's let's not let's not waste anyone's time anymore. Let's get these guys, let's get these guys, me, all of us out of here. And put Enjoy. us back on the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enjoy, yeah. Well, we've got it's a good half hour. We'll find somebody to replace Todd in that time, hopefully. Uh, but we hope that you guys enjoy our sit down here with Green Bay Packer, defensive tackle and legend, and all around great guy and dad, Kenny Clark. 
Joining us here at Lombardi's Bar, I think the first return guest that we have that's not an active player, obviously Joe Thomas, Hall of Famer at Canton, Hall of Famer here at Lombardi's Bar, but this is, I think, our first return Packer player. He's pulling up the stool back at Lombardi's Bar. It's the man that met the legend himself. It's one Mr. Kenny Clark. Kenny, how the heck are you doing today, bud? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing, doing. No one well. cares. No one cares how we're doing. <laughs> Kenny. Kenny, they don't care. No one cares how we're doing. <laughs> Nobody at all cares what we're doing. Um, <laughs> but uh, Kenny Clark joining us here. Um, I wanted to kick things off, Kenny, by asking you a little advice. Uh, in about exactly give or take seventy nine days, I'm going to be a father for the very first time. Um, I'm curious from your perspective, how it's been like for you transitioning into fatherhood, balancing the, the work-life balance, and just also just just a point, like a tip or two on how to just handle things like right out of the gate. That's all I need is just once, once I get off there, I can get it. So anything right off the bat, I can get. Uh, the biggest tip I can give you is, is get a lot of sleep. That's the first thing. <laughs> um but other than that, I, I ain't gonna lie. I, I'm not saying it just to say I, I got a pretty good baby though. Like she, <laughs> I, I, I got, I, I, I got lucked out. Like she doesn't, she doesn't cry as much. She's, she's super chill. Like she goes to sleep around like nine o'clock, and she'll wake up probably at like four in the morning. Wake up, give her a bottle, and she'd be right back to sleep. Like the worst, like the worst. Like we had it was the first like two months, and then after that it was like it's, it hasn't been easy, of course, but it's been it's been like like really chill. So like my baby's pretty good, but I would say just the biggest tip is just get get a lot of sleep because those first two months, um, um, they they were crazy, and then you know with your girl, you know just the postpartum and you know their body changes, just make sure you're there for their, for them because, uh you know, they life, they life change dramatically. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's what I would say. Did you, do you ever use the, the lack of sleep as like an, ex, like, let's say coach was like, all right, guys, we're doing sprints. Did you ever just raise your hand and be like, new baby coach can't run around. <laughs> I'm pretty tired. Well, I mean, it, it's good. I had her, I had her around OTAs. So I, I and they gave me the whole week off. So oh, nice. uh, yeah, I was, you know, I, I, I was, if I did have to, um, you know, run. I probably probably would have been struggling. I probably would have to 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 get up out of there. But uh, yeah, they gave me the whole week off, so that that was good. Would you have, be honest? Would you have contemplated just faking a sprained ankle? Been like, sorry guys, my ankle's really messed <laughs> <Nah>. up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I would have had to run. I would have had to run it now, but I, I would have been struggling. <laughs> so switching gears a bit here, Kenny. Uh, we had you on last year and shortly after uh, you joined us, you got a nice contract extension. Um, that was the first Lombardi's bar, but well, Joe Thomas officially was because he'll be a first ballot hall of famer. We're taking credit for that. Um, but obviously your, your contract extension, uh, Kingsley Kiki had a big day after being on here uh, along with pretty much everyone else that that's had a seat in the bar. Uh, so you kind of starting that up for the guys on the team. Did you, 
do you want to take a chance to just say thank you to us for providing that Lombardi's bar bump to you uh, and, and helping the Packers see the light on that extension? Man, I, I appreciate you guys, man. Hey, <laughs> hey change, you changed my life dramatically. <laughs> Glad I, we can I help. Hope, I hope, uh, I hope, you know, this week, I mean, I, I can, I can have what, two, three sacks, man. If I'm on, if I mean, if it's the, the podcast and, and everything or, yeah. So, so hopefully I can, you know, have a, have a great game this weekend. And because because you said this, thank you to us. I I figured you'd appreciate this. I have an MVS jersey behind me. But oh. You know what? I'm gonna just take that down. And yeah, take stuff. that down, man. I'll have oh, a yeah. hang there. There you go. Is that better? <laughs> there you go. There All right. Go. Yeah, I'll take it down for the show. <laughs> so uh, talking about uh, you know, having a big game this weekend. You also told us last year that Kirk Cousins is your favorite quarterback to sack. Are you excited for this game at all, or where are we at on that one? Uh, I'm excited, man. I, I love playing in uh, in Minnesota. I just remember, like, I think my rookie year was the, was the year when we first, like, um, I think they first opened up that stadium. I just just love the vibe in there, just, you know, the energy, um, the, sta- the stadium, I mean – the stadium is beautiful. Just everything. I just love the the, the overall vibe. Um, it's one of my favorite places to play in the league. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to play, you know, in this game, um, you know, and uh, it's a division opponent and everything. And, um, you know, the Vikings are always uh, really good and, uh, you know, at, at one of the teams at the top of our division. So uh, excited to play them and excited to, to uh, compete. Well, I, I don't know if you've looked at the standings of the division yet, but one at top of the division, well, not top, of you guys does it. Good. It doesn't. It doesn't mean a whole lot to be at the top of <laughs> the second tier of the NFC North at the moment. <laughs> uh, does it? Does it mean a little bit more getting to play back at Minnesota for the first time in front of a full stadium? Because last year, no fans. You guys still played pretty darn well at Minnesota, but I, I know you talked about loving to go to Minnesota and shutting up all of those noisy Vikings fans. Does it mean a little bit more to go back when there's a plenty of fans yeah. to shut up? Yeah, man. Um, anytime you go into, uh, into another, another, you know, guy's place and, and you can shut the crowd up. Um, that's the best feeling in the world, especially like it being, you know, Minnesota or, or like a team like Chicago or something. Uh, you go up there and, and, and you get a win up there and, uh, it's, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing better than that. So, uh, yeah, are we excited? Uh, I'm definitely excited to go back up there, uh, and have, you know, and actually be fans there. Uh, I know the, the atmosphere is going to be electric and, you know, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a really good game. Um, you know, they're, they're a good football team and excited to play them. So was there, I, I, I have to ask this and feel free to just say, I'm not answering this with, we're going to uh, edit this out. Yeah, for sure. After seeing Russell Wilson do fake huddles and then his comeback video, did he yeah. come to the top of your list of like, God, I can't wait to sack you? <laughs> uh, I mean, I wouldn't say like the the fake huddles, like, because I, I kind of understand that. Um, I wouldn't have went to that like that extreme, but I kind of understand that, like you know, just a guy that I don't think he he's ever missed a game or something like that. So. You know, you don't when you when you not used to you know missing games. You're muted. Oh, 
Can you hear me? There, yeah, there you now. Yeah. So when, like when you're not when you're not used to missing games, and then you come out and um and you know you gotta you gotta miss them, and then you, you know you're trying to you know stay in that same rhythm. Uh, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. So like you know, however however he you know tried to figure out you know what what works for him. Yeah. And trying to keep that rhythm going, yeah. But I didn't like that. Uh, I didn't like the 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 little video he made, though the the hype video yeah. about Lambeau Field and all that kind of stuff. That <laughs> that didn't uh, that didn't sit well right with me. But um, you know, it's it's marketing, and you know he's a quarterback, and you know that's what those guys do. And hey, you shut uh, his ass out though, so who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, the who was it was Darnell Savage, but zero from holes on there, right? That was the tweet. Yeah. Oh yeah, zero. Yeah, I, I, cause I was looking at it. I'm like, what is he? I'm like, oh zero. I started dying. I'm like, I'm like okay. Like, like, yeah, like I have read that book in sixth grade, man. I, I can't remember that stuff. Yeah, that was smooth how you did that. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, that's zero. All right, so kind of jumping back to going back a little bit to week one. We talked a little bit before we start recording. You mentioned you have a friend who made that awesome sweatshirt on the Saints. Um, week one was obviously a rough one. But a lot of people said things they they'd start judging Joe Barry based off one game. Now we're on week nine, going into week ten. I don't know math. We're later on in the season, and your defense is playing the best I've seen a Packers defense play probably since the Super Bowl year. Like, is there any is there anything like is there part of you that just kind of want to rub it in those fans' faces that or people's faces that said stuff about the defense after one week, saying that Joe Barry should be fired. This defense sucks. The the biggest thing that I've learned, you know, my six years playing in the league, it's it's a week to week league. You know, mm-hmm. we can go out and we can shut out the Vikings. We can go out, we can give up 40, 40 points, and they can be like, "Oh, like this is the worst defense ever." So, like that week one loss was like, it just it just it is what it is. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like. The guys that we got in our locker room, we knew the, the guys that we got in our locker room. We knew, you know, you know what we had and all the work that we put in, uh, the, and the type of players that we got, the talent that we got on our team, and we knew, you know, that just wasn't us. And you know, we and it was our first game as a defense, uh, first game figuring stuff out, and you know, we still figuring stuff out. If I'm honest, like we still figuring stuff out as a defense, and, and it's a lot of young guys that are playing more. Uh, that's that and and um, guys that just that's trickling in that that that's um that's playing like huge roles for us that's figuring it out and uh, those guys are 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 playing huge parts for us so like um it's a week to week league man a- every week we treat it as a, we treat it we treat it different um we we treat it as if we O and O and um and it's week one and we trying to we we trying to just just get better each and every time we step out on the field um. And the biggest thing that I'm gonna be preaching because we've been getting a lot of love and everybody's been saying that this is the best defense that we didn't seen since the Super Bowl year and, and all that kind of stuff. But uh, you know, the biggest thing for us as a defense is is not forget, you know, what got us to this point. And, you know, we top three right now or top five or whatever, and um it's the process, you know, it's the process about, you know, Coach Barry, uh he always talks about the process and talks about you know how how we prepare as a defense and how we practice. We practice very hard as a defense. Um, this last this this Friday practice that we just had, uh, it was no doubt in my mind we was gonna play great on defense. We were flying around on Friday, the best 
practice, like Friday practice I've ever been a part of um, that I've seen in a while. So like every week, you know, we improving, you know, and it's, and, it, and then the, the thing um, that I love to see also is like younger, younger guys are like stepping up more as leaders. So like you got Amos, you know, in the secondary, but, you know, guys like Savage are, 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 are starting to talk more and, and starting to, you know, jump more into a leader role and Rashawn Gary, um, you know, you see Chris Barnes, you know, him, him getting a chance to play with DC and knowing and seeing, you know, what it takes to play at a high level uh, at the inside linebacker position. You see, uh, you see Chris Barnes, you see Chris Barnes, like really picking up his game and really making a lot of plays. So like our whole defense is, is really just, you know, continuing to get better. And we got a lot of young guys that stepping up and doing great things. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about it. But, uh, like I said, it's a week-to-week league. Ne- next week, you know, we're gonna flush. We're gonna flush everything. And um, you know, we had a great week last week. And uh, this week, you know, if we got another tough opponent, you know, with the Vikings, you know, Kirk Cousins has been playing great. Their offense is really good offense. And um, you know, in order for us to 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 play great defense, we gotta lock in mentally and uh, and not worry about you know what happened last week. Yeah, Dan, I know you got the next question. I just have a really quick follow up. You mentioned uh, a lot of the young players have been stepping up, and during that, I just have during that time with when DK Metcalf was doing the extracurriculars after that play, it seemed like you really stepped in after he grabbed Eric Stokes' face mask. Is mm-hmm. there like is there part of it like when they go, especially going after a rookie, that's like that's a young guy on the field, like he's just coming in their team. Was there a little more extra protectiveness because he is a rookie, or is it just every teammate's teammates the same in your eyes? No, I just didn't. I mean, every everybody's the same. I just didn't see him. I didn't see all the the extra stuff. Like I heard the whistles blowing and all that kind of stuff, but I didn't see him grabbing, um, like Henry's face mask. And then you know when we were all walking over there to break it up, I'm thinking you know everybody you know like the situation is 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 about to die down. And then you know he did like some more extra stuff. So you know it's just football. You know what I'm saying you know guys who heat it and you know most yeah. guys it is what it is. You popped in like you would jumped in like Papa Bear, man. I was just like, oh, <laughs> nah, those dad nah, instincts nah. really kicked in on that one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, just man, just it's just an emotional game, and you know, guys, just you know, it's all it's just football. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kenny, you kind of touched on uh, like the philosophy that Coach Barry brings to the defense, and every single week, um, what's been the biggest change that you've seen between this defense? this year versus last year's scheme is it just philosophy is it guys buying in is it you know the the guys that are stepping up like what's what's been the biggest difference um i just think you know i just think guys are just buying into uh to to what we're doing um and when my bad i'm moving around a lot (laughs) my bad um but when I mean with Pettis' defense, I mean we weren't we weren't a bad defense by any means. Like I think we were still like top ten or or whatever. Like we were like number nine or eight or something like that. So like we were still like one of the top defenses or whatever. But uh, I just feel like just the guys are like just buying into to Coach Barry's uh philosophies philosophy and um the call like all the calls that's being made and like everything that we're doing is like really tailor made to to the type of players that we got you know what i'm saying we got you know our corners and, and all that and all that kind of stuff we love we love to play you know man and 
you know, guys are like, that's where we excel at, you know, saying, you know, being able to play man and, and do all that kind of stuff. So, um, and plus, uh, and plus just all the other stuff that, um, you know, I don't really know all the, the stuff that they do in the back and on the back end, but a lot of it is, is, is tailor made, you know, for, for the guys that we got. You know, I'm moving around a little bit more. You know, you got, you know, DC. DC has been a huge help for us. And I think, like, like I said earlier, I think that's really been helping Chris Chris out. And um, Chris being able to see that, um, it's really been, you know, helping Chris make a lot more plays. And that's been great. That's been great. Um, we've been – and I think, like, our boxes, like, even in the run game, like, our boxes, we don't really play as many, like, light boxes. Um and I don't think like I, I kind of used to feel like we had a like a um, and this is like no disrespect to nobody. I feel like we we used to always have have like a a bend not break or or not break kind of mentality, you know. Guys would get yards, we would stop them in the red zone. Um, but I, I think I think guys just right now are just you know that we don't want to get to that point, you know. Um, we trying to get off the field and we got the players to to make plays and to um to stop them you know whenever whenever that may be you know what i'm saying so uh, i think that's just a it's a mentality that our defense has been having um and and you know a lot like i said like a lot of young guys are stepping up more and uh and stepping into to to bigger roles um on our defense and they're doing a good job but it's just it's just all about how we've been preparing and um a mentality on our defense uh and how we've been playing so you you know you mentioned a little bit some of those guys you know the newer guys on the back end kind of stepping in and, and guys doing their jobs when you've got a guy uh like winnie merciless that unfortunately just went down for the season it seems like the defense i'm sure it was part of you know starting to understand the scheme a little bit more as the season went on but it seemed like you guys really started to click once he got in there um as far as like a new guy coming onto the team you know you see guys uh like stefan gilmore uh von miller obviously went to other teams is there does that give some guys on the team a little bit extra motivation when you know when you see uh roswell douglas come in instead of stefan gilmore when when people were kind of hoping for stefan you know does that give him a little bit of a chip or or do the guys you know like a uh jonathan garvin a little chip when they go okay they're gonna bring in a guy that you know push me down on the depth chart a little bit i'll try a little bit harder uh, do you see any of, of that with those guys um I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know what goes on in a mind, you know, when, when all that, when you hear all that kind of stuff. But um, I know as a competitor, like, like for sure, you know, like I know if if they would have had another D tackle coming in, coming in, and you know, I don't know, I, I, I know if they have another D tackle or another nose tackle or whatever coming in, and um, it's gonna take take something away from me as a competitor i mean you want you know it's gonna help the team and all that, all that kind of stuff but as a competitor you want to show the coaches you want to show you know the front office or whatever um you know who you are and and you know what you really mean to this team i guess you know what i'm saying so um yeah i mean i, I don't really see it i don't really know what goes on you know in their head but like like i said like as a competitor i feel like you know, it's it's just natural to to do that to be like that. You know, yeah. Did, and did, I did, sorry, oh, sorry, Todd. Ahead, did you run into any of that, like personally, when 
uh, TJ Slayton comes in, I know he's, it's not exactly a one-to-one scenario, but like, you know, when TJ Slayton, a rookie comes in, do you, do you view something like that as more of a, this is going to help me excel because he's going to kind of take some of this pressure off of me or, or how do you kind of approach that? Uh, I, I, like, yeah, at this point, like everybody that comes in, I just feel like it's just, um, uh, I feel like it's just going to help me, you know? And, um, a big thing that, that I harped on with myself was, um, I didn't want to just try to like perfect just being a nose tackle. You get what I'm saying? I wanted to, to, to play a little bit more three and, um, like last game I played like a snap or two of, five, of at the five tech. Like I wanted to, to just do a lot more stuff. You know, I see, like I, like I watch like different guys on film. I see Cameron Hayward playing the five and him, him playing the three. Um, him playing the nose for the four eye and they just have so many opportunities to, to, to make plays. You get what I'm saying? And, um, I just, I just feel like, you know, just me being, me being who I am, like, you know, why, why line up the same exact spot every single time in the, in the defense, I mean, the offense knows exactly where I'm going to be every single time. Like why, you know what I'm saying? And, um, like when I can, when you got guys, I got guys like TJ that can come in and and play valuable snaps. Tyler Lancaster playing valuable snaps. Dean's been playing great. So like, you know, when Dean is in, I'm playing. You know, majority of the time I'm playing nose. But like, uh, Kiki is in, I'm playing nose. But like, if if I'm in with TJ, you know, why not put TJ at at the nose and and then move me to three, and you know, Dean at the five and all that kind of stuff. So like, I'm just trying to. Um, I'm just trying to like, you know, I pick my spots a little bit in, in the game. My primary position is nose tackle, and that's what I love to play. That's that's my position. But like, I try to pick my spots and like try to pick my my matchups and uh, try to figure out, you know, where I can like where I can hurt offenses at. You get what I'm saying? So uh, and make more plays. So like, you know, I can make a little bit more splash plays so I can, you know, get into that Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, you're you're all pro this year, man. You're playing at a different level. Yeah, oh so, man. I'll 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 make some calls. Lombardi Spar bump. We'll get you there. Yeah, yeah, this is the bump. All I gotta say is if we if you sh- if we show you this week, you go and you get a sack or two. When it comes playoff time, I mean, I f- I feel like you gotta just come on again so we boost that hey, get that yeah, playoff yeah, bump yeah. going. Uh, I get two sacks this week. Uh, yeah, I for sure come on the playoffs. We'll pencil you in every week after that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you you mentioned him, and he he's on our list, and we won't keep you much longer than this, I promise. But I, I have to ask, what is going on with Dean Lowry? Are you guys giving him just protein shakes every day, horse meat? <laughs> is he just pulling buses like you were? Because the man is playing at a different level this year. Man, did y'all see? I don't know if y'all seen it. It was a holding call that they called in the Seattle game. Oh yeah, Dean. Did you see how Dean bull, bull rushed him? And yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> don't, don't, I think Romo even said he's like, "How can he be holding? He's pancaking him." <laughs> yeah, I, I, like Dean. Like Dean is the only one I know that got that get like. He, I think he got like a little. Oh, did I get? Me? Oh, there we go. Oh, I'm sorry. There we go. Yeah, Dean is the only one I know that that, that get like. Holding calls like that, like <laughs> I swear, like I Dean, the thing that the thing that used to frustrate me about Dean is that Dean is so strong. He's like he has the length, like he can be like 
I, I'm not saying he can be like a, a JJ Watt or like a like you know a shifty defensive tackle or defensive end or whatever. But like if Dean just be like just just bees Dean, the Dean is just Dean, and just go out, just brute strength. You know, just say I don't care. I'm just gonna run this guy over, and I'm gonna try to get pressure on the quarterback. He just keep that in his mind, which he's been doing. That that's what you see. That's that's what you get out of Dean. And like, cause Dean always had always has played played the run well, and um, and you know I've been telling them for years, just keep on working on your game with the pass rush. Keep on keep doing your thing with it. And um, like he had tried different stuff, and and he he do a swipe every now and then. He'd get a sack on it and stuff like that. But like this version of, of Dean, just pass rush, and I'm talking about just pass rush wise right now, like. It's the best I've seen because Dean is just really just locked in on like I'm I'm going to be me, and I sprinkle in a little finesse every now and then just to just to keep it fresh and, and to and to switch it up on, on guys a little bit. But I'm gonna be me, and I'm a bull rush. I'm a bull rush and snatch, um, and all that kind of stuff. And it, it's been working perfect because that's that's our type of D, that's that's how our D line plays. You know what I'm saying? You got guys like Rashawn and uh, Preston and hopefully like when Z and those guys come back, you got guys that can get around the edge so quick. And then you got guys like me, Dean and, you know, Tyler and Kiki, we can push the pocket. You know, so one of us is going to get the sack or one of us is going to get the pressure. Like we, we, we caused so many pressures this last week. So like, like when you, we can do that as a collective group and we can only can rush forward and do that. Like it's, it'd be, it's going to be bad for offenses. You know, we can, Drop the rest of our guys and let them play play coverage. Did Did Dean get one of those uh, random drug tests after that pancake? <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I don't know, but that was it. I swear, I was I was on the sideline. I was like, oh my god! How <laughs> and then I didn't even see they called a holding call, and I was listening for the number. I'm like, who they called a holding call? On? I was like, whoa! He just called a holding call on a bull rush. He just I, I was like, I never seen it. Like it was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that was um, that was crazy. Kenny, just recently, like news breaking earlier, right before we came on, AJ Dillon, teammate of yours, now getting the key to the the county of Door County. Um, what city it, or area around the Green Bay area are we making the push for for you? Well, if you if we're gonna if we're gonna make you the the mayor of somewhere, where where around the area are we making Kenny Clark mayor? Oh, man. Just come to Milwaukee. We got you. We got good breweries <laughs> down here. Milwaukee. Yeah, I'll, I'll put, I guess I'll put I the could word. come to Milwaukee. Milwaukee. The Gulf people would love it. Yeah, Milwaukee. A little bit of you know, LA. Like I mean, it's it's still Wisconsin, but it, it got a little bit more city to it. You know, give me a little bit more you know city vibe, LA yeah. kind of vibe. So I'll probably say if I had to, wanted to get the key somewhere to somewhere to, like around Milwaukee. Oh, I am making the push. I'm calling my. I don't know what political person around me, but I'm just saying, hey, get Kenny Clark down here. <laughs> so, Kenny, I wanted to ask before we let you go here. Um, Jimmy and I co-host uh, the MBS show every week, and and he has used that platform to continue uh, talking trash about you. Is there anything you would like us to take back? Any messages for MBS you would like us to deliver on your behalf?
You're muted. Oh, you're muted you're again, again, dude. No. Is that, that that's smart. He knows he's not gonna say anything that's gonna yeah. not get him in trouble. <laughs> so he's hitting that mute. Oh, you're still muted, dude. MVS did this to you somehow. Uh no. This is MVS. This is all MVS. Here <laughs> we now. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, there, there we go. go. He's back. Yeah, that, was probably, that was probably quiz right there. That was probably quiz. <laughs> uh, did y'all see that last Twitter post I, I made with him? Like the little, the milk dud head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he looked like Coach Sermons a little bit. He looked, he kind of looked like Kurt, Coach Sermons a little bit. And then, you know, the little South Park, I don't want to say it, but, you know, the little South Park, little Mr. Uh, what's his name? Uh. I forgot what his name was, but Mr. Hankey, Mr. Hankey, Mr. Hankey, yeah. and then what else <laughs> I put on there? Squirtle. Thank you. Oh, and Squirtle, yeah, and Squirtle. <laughs> Don't, man, I talk, man. Me and Quez, we talk mess all day. Like, coach put us right next to each other, and like, like you know, Quez don't stop talking. So he said he's the best trash talker on the team. Is that true? Mm, he he just talked the most. He don't. He not the best. Trash <laughs> talker, he he just he just know how to talk a lot. He just okay. he not he not it's quantity not quality. quality with him. Exactly. I gotta, exactly. I gotta he not, say he he's so quiet during interviews though. We haven't seen that side of him. Oh, uh, yeah. He's it's just he tried to play this little. I don't know. He just he tried. He probably trying to play too cool or something. I don't know. You know how receivers <laughs> is, man. You know. <laughs> yeah. But Quez, I don't know. Yes, yeah, you said it perfect though. It's a lot of it's a lot of uh, quantity, not quality though. That's exactly what it is. The joke's not really that funny, but he talk a lot. That's that's but it's it. Rapid he fire. just talk a it's lot. A machine gun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eventually, hit something. All right, man. Yeah. We appreciate you coming on, and of course, like I'm gonna hold you accountable. If you get two sacks this week, we gotta see I'm Kenny Clark on the party. Yeah. 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 I got Kenny you. Clark on the party far again. All right, <laughs> I got you. When you're in Milwaukee, we'll get you the keys of the city. We appreciate you coming on, Kenny. Uh, of course, Kenny Clark, is there anything you want to plug real quick before you head out? Uh, man, just a bougie bodega, man. Shout out my dog, Caleb Benignot. And, uh, you know, he with the Saints, and this is his brand. Uh, yeah, man, y'all type into a bougie bodega on Instagram. And, uh, you know, follow up and, and get some get some nice sweaters and all that kind of stuff. Some some good stuff on there. Get the swag, right. man. I won't support the Saints. Oh, but I always support Pro players. Bowl too. Pro Bowl. I forgot. Pro Bowl voting just started. Vote for me there for the is. Pro Bowl, please. Last year they played me, and the year before, no, I went the year before. We're not gonna but let that stand this year. <laughs> yeah. They still. I want. I don't want to be an alternate this year. I want to get in just right away. All right. You're not gonna be, you're not be playing in it though. You've got a. You've got another game after that. Yeah. Thank you again to uh, to Kenny Clark for joining us. Apologize for the, the the video quality there. I'm not sure what was going on. It sounded like the audio though was perfect, so you could all hear it. It was great. It was great stuff, as you could uh, as you could tell. Kenny Clark had a great time and a lot of great things to say. So thanks again to Kenny Clark. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. The rest of Lombardi's Bar coming up 
on the other side of the break. We'll see you then. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Sanjay from the Fuser Podcast. With me is Fred and Matt, and we are always here on Mondays at 7 p.m., right before Monday Night Football. So come check us out. You never know what we're going to bring on the show. But hey, you know what? You have to check us out from 7 to 8 because, you know what? I got to put my kid down right after. So join us, 7 p.m. And definitely check us out because we're fun stuff. So, oh my, what the oh, fuck is fun stuff? <laughs> what? Hey, watch us because you get to see You're getting him, kind man. of Michael Jackson. Protect the neck, dude. Jesus. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson over here. I hang him over Blink the fucking it. I can't. Hold on. This is weird. We just, well, now we have a baby all of a sudden. Dude, that's the best part about it. He's got a baby. Like, what the hell's going on here? Poopy dad. Hey, what's up, guys? It's... <laughs> that was you. That was you. about you guys but i'm ready to just stop the show and just go rewatch all of freezer podcast because that promo made me made yeah. me just absolutely need to go watch every freezer podcast episode dude we had to step up our our uh I, our little interview or not interview producer nick now. yeah it is his fault he's the one that puts it together we get look we Damn give nick. <laughs> yeah we give him solid Solid material, yeah, quality every week content for him every week to edit and put together. And if if he just needs us to swear more so he can bleep stuff out, like we'll do it. Well, Jimmy, you're the one with the 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 new or the relatively newborn. Like, you bring him in here and start throwing him around like a rag doll. If I bring no, uh, the, down here, one, please don't be... do that to my son. <laughs> Two, the baby thing's been done. We got to come up with something better. Okay. All right. Do either of you have pets? I have a dog. Act like you don't know me. Act like you don't know me. Do you have a pet? Grow up. Okay. So... I've been your best friend for how long? And you just, you, do you have a dog? Do you have a pet? Less than two years. Dan, yeah. stop. <laughs> and I've never been to your your house <laughs> for a reason. I know you Mike might live on like some big dogs. ranch where all the dogs go. Can we have your mom come on? No. Please. Please. No. No, absolutely not. Can we have grandma? Maybe. Okay. Deal. You guys want to talk about that Seahawks game? (laughs) Not really. I can't talk about Todd's grandma, but I will talk about it. (laughs) Let's get to buy around. Let's jump into buy around here. Buy around sponsored by our friends at Lakefront Brewery. Lakefront Brewery is one of Wisconsin's largest craft breweries. Since its founding in 1987 by brothers Russ and Jim Klish, Lakefront has earned numerous awards and created many industry firsts. Currently, Lakefront Brewery offers more than 20 different beers in over 30 states and several countries. Lakefront's brewery tours are among the most popular in the United States, with over 100,000 guests taking the tour yearly. 
Unlike most brewery tours, Lakefront was one of the first to offer beer before, during, and after the tour. Brewing flavorful, high-quality craft beer has been their passion for over 30 years, and they'd love to tell you their story over a pint and a tour the next time that you are in Milwaukee. So visit lakefrontbrewery.com to schedule your tour today. I heard the freezer guys actually talking about that, like scheduling a time to go on like the tour. Maybe we need to do like a, a, a show double date kind of thing. We'll all pair off with somebody yes. from the freezer. That'd be we'll, so we'll fun. Do a, we'll do a Dibs on Fred. Dibs on going Fred. Oh, I want, oh, fine. Sanjay. I'll take Sanjay all day long. Oh, poor Matt. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, Matt and Jimmy. Only, like only is Matt the last pick, but he's got to go with Jimmy. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why we're separating. I just say we make it a group event. Well, you kind of like it's a group event, but you're kind of like, you know, you got to have your your travel buddy. Yeah. You know, hold hands. Make, make so sure no your partner gets, gets on the bus. Otherwise, right. exactly. Get left behind. Your accountability buddy. All right. Who are you buying around for today, Jimmy? I'm going with Jamal Adams. Um, dude, thank you so much for doing the discount double check. Rogers belt. You just fucked your team over at that point. Um, never yeah. ends well. So thank you. You know, that was a that was a rough moment for us. We had that interception in the end zone, and then you had the momentum and you just fucking gave it right back to us. So thank you for doing the the Rogers belt. Here's the thing with the Rogers belt. Did anyone else like we all saw it and it, it registered in my mind. I'm like, Oh, that never ends well. But like the way the offense was playing, did anyone else like feel a little bit more uneasy? Like, Oh shit. Like, is this the time the belt like doesn't, like doesn't no. work? No. no, I just ride that wave until it just crashes and kills me. The way their I, offense had been playing, we could have, we could have turned the ball over six more times. And I don't think they would have scored. <laughs> I thought this was, I honestly, I thought this was going to be about his, whatever that meme thing was that he tweeted out. Like oh, was no. he was he like actually I, I can't tell if he was it's like Todd I can't tell if he was doing a bit. Well then since you brought that up if you in the notes I have as my pay the tab I also have as Jamal Adams for that very reason. Oh okay. You did the belt and then I'm just doing my pay the tab. Pay the tab you you put the the vi- picture of your interception in a game where you got and fucking got shut memed. out. He got me said meme this. Like what a fucking idiot. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> Todd what about you? Uh I'm going to go with Whitney Merciless on this one. Uh Mid-season addition came in. The offense really, or the defense, I'm sorry, really started playing better once he got there. Um, I'm sure, yeah. you know, having that extra pass rusher helped. Uh, but also, kind of like Kenny said, you know, they're still figuring things out week to week. Uh, but they were really starting to mesh, and, and it felt like Whitney was one of one of those pieces that helped put that together. Uh, so tough to lose him for the rest of the year. Uh, hopefully we can get uh, Big Z back in there and and add that pass rush back in. Uh, but I think Whitney will def- definitely be missed. Tough to see him go. So definitely uh, pour one out for his bicep. Yeah, that was a rough one to see. I, exactly what you said. Like Whitney Merciless was coming on. He was doing exactly what we kind of wanted Jalen Smith to do. Come in and just rush the pass rusher, you know? Yeah. And yeah, he was coming on real strong. I was really happy with him. Hopefully hopefully he can heal up and, and he sticks around next year because I'd really love to see a full season of what he can do. Uh, with this defense I'm gonna buy a round for uh for Odell Beckham Jr um because Nick throw up the throw up the sad OBJ face only a face a mother could love like look at that like a thousand yard stare looking off into this is just contemplating all of the life choices that led him to getting pants by the 49ers on Monday Night Football 
I felt bad fat, bad for the Rams team when they put out the report about Robert Woods. That's the one point I was like, I, not yeah. not so much felt bad for the team. I felt really bad for for Woods, but then it was just yeah. like all you heard was like, oh, now they have a three headed monster at the wide receiver room. Day they sign OBJ is oh, just kidding. Our one of our best receivers just tore his ACL. <laughs> like just horrible luck. Yeah. Yeah, that was I, rough. one thing I will say is the people that were like, oh, he only played 15 snaps. Like, this is what he went to. Like, it was one game and he just got there. If he signed with the Packers or the Seahawks, he wouldn't have played any snaps. No. Yeah. So, like, I don't know that, like, people just don't realize, like, you don't, ju- it's not Madden. You don't just sign and automatically yeah. you're the starter and you're going to play every single, like, that. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, OBJ will be will be better. I don't think we saw what the Rams offense is going to be moving forward no. this weekend. Um, no. and, and I would guess we see a little bit more than 15 snaps a game out of OBJ. I don't know, man. That might be, but they're also Stafford... they're, they're dealing with Roberts Woods loss. Like that's two feel, different things. I, they I, have to I incorporate someone and we change a game Just, plan. We've seen we've seen this out of Matt Stafford how many times where it's it's half a year like. Is Matt Stafford the MVP front runner? And then it's like the second half is like, hmm, that was the MVP front runner. I don't. Gave, I don't gave, know that anybody outside of Detroit has ever said, oh, realistically asked oh. the question: Is Matt Stafford the MVP front runner? Uh, I have nothing to back that up. Uh, <laughs> Todd's gonna or uh, Dan's gonna start looking at research papers about Matt Stafford. <laughs> Todd, let's go to pay the tab. We heard Jimmy's pay the tab, Jamal Adams, uh, for, I don't know, maybe understanding Twitter too well or not enough. I, I can't tell. But, Todd, uh, who needs to pay the tab for you? Uh, I have my dumb brain uh, paying the tab on this one for a myriad of reasons. But primarily, um, <laughs> over the weekend, I went to the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to... Uh, Joe and Gabby, friends of the network, letting me crash at their place. Unfortunately, uh, Jacob Wessendorf was also staying at the same place. So it was a little uneasy sleeping for me. Uh, my door didn't have a lock on it, but we, we made it through. Um, my dumb brain thought it was a noon game and didn't know it was 325 until my, my uh, buddy and I had parked the truck near Lambeau and we're walking over to stadium view. And at that point, like I hadn't realized that like we're within two hours of kickoff and this place is desolate. There's nothing (laughs) happening. Like I got a front row parking spot at a place like a block and a half from Lambo. Like, Oh yeah, no, that's what? So uh, yeah, my, my dumb brain needs to to pay the tab on that one. That, that was a big miss. Is it dumb brain though? Cause you, like you said, you just, you got a parking spot. A block and a half away. No, from yeah, no, no. I'm I'm okay with the time that I got down there because I like to be early, take it all in. I think yeah. getting there at ten o'clock was a bit excessive, <laughs> um, and also just not having like going to a game and not actually knowing what time that game starts. That Fair. that was a big miss on my part. At least you didn't reverse it. At least it at least it wasn't a noon kickoff and you thought it was like three thirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing Todd. Also, like, also, my dumb brain for seeing snow in the forecast and assuming flurries 
uh, rather than actually looking at the forecast and seeing what they're what they're saying uh, and and dressing and packing appropriately for a game of of uh, that that weather. A little so, chilly, a little cold. out. You know, there, I Frank? I survived, but I would have enjoyed having my overalls. Um, they, they would have definitely helped out later in that game. Uh, but we made it through. We made it. Through. Is it the green and yellow overalls or like normal yeah, no, overalls? Actually, it, insulated, Carhartt? insulated bibs. Uh, I, I believe they are knockoff Carhartts. Mm. Are they jean material? It's a, it's a canvas. Jacob, don't Can try you... to be in on that joke. That's not you. I think, you... <laughs> I think you need to wear those next time. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. put them on for you. Uh, my anything, the tab... You want anything under them or while while you're no. making requests here? Okay, just straw in your mouth, farmer's hat, try <laughs> I'll, it. See I, I'll see if I can find some straw this time Jesus. of year, Jimmy. I don't know, go in a fucking We're barn. You're trying to go they sexy farmer, not, not of mice and men. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's killing one of us. Some of, some, one of us hugged a rabbit too hard. This <laughs> is George. Um... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm it's gonna funny because it's true. <laughs> I'm gonna have Aaron Rodgers pay the tab. Uh just because I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like I, I literally as we were getting ready to come on, saw the saw the thing from Rob Domofsky pointed out that he hasn't actually had a full live practice since before Halloween. Like with the way everything's kind of worked out with the schedules and you know, not not playing, not having a lot of practice before Washington because you have the short week against um, Arizona and then having those days off in between and then COVID. Like he hasn't really had a full practice in like almost two, two and a half weeks now. So I, I don't know if that is rest of what we saw, but it was just, it was a really off day for Aaron Rodgers. And it, not just like regular off, but like just stuff where it's like he was trying to do Aaron Rodgers things, but they just, came up short and that kind of that kind of that kind of bugged me so Aaron Rodgers yeah the real question like how much do you think a, a toe injury affects a quarterback like I had to feel with all like the planting and the motion like that like it, that has to be bothering him more than he's playing on I I will speak from experience of playing high school football oh okay with, perfect with turf toe as a quarterback it's a pain in the ass uh, I don't know. Is which... that, is that what the injury like, is? It, is I don't it know. Earth I don't know. Or what... Is it like, they hasn't really said anything about it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Um, but I, I had turf toe, uh, on my big toe on my right foot. And as a quarterback, I mean, trying to turn and plant, um, whatever you're trying to do, it's, just, it's, it's uncomfortable every step you take. And we saw what it did to Devonte Adams, you know, what, just two years ago, you know, yeah. um, all right, let's. Uh, we're getting close on time here, so let's get to uh, drunk tweet of the week here, really quick. Drunk tweet of the week, uh, courtesy of uh, actually Pete Carroll, by the way. Um, just basically saying a lot of gripes, or I have some gripes about uh, some of the some of the officiating calls, mostly on, as you can see, turnovers. And all I have to say is, really. Pete Carroll, now you have opinions about what the officials are doing in terms of turnovers? Golly gee, I'm surprised, Pete. Tell me more about it, please. I'd love to hear all of it because I'll never forgive your wrinkly ass for coming out there at the podium and saying after the fail Mary game, 
well, the referee's called it on the field and the league backs it up, so I guess we win. Like, screw you. You know that you won that game illegitimately, and I'll never let you forgive it till the day you die. Yeah, you said it perfectly. I really know. Yeah, there's not, yeah. not much left for me to not, say on that yeah. one. <laughs> Fuck you, Pete Carroll. I don't know. Fuck you, Pete Carroll. Man, shit, man. <laughs> I'm so mad Marshawn Lynch had to be on that team. It just I know. pains me. Any other it, team. Any it, other team. And there's been some there's been some really good play like like DK Metcalf outside of him being a total a total diva. This I don't know how you could bring up never bring up DK Metcalf after I bring up Marshawn Lynch. That's kind of I'm talking about guys that I like watching. I like watching play. I like watching DK Metcalf play. All right, Todd, can you put the ad in for a new bartender, please? Yeah, we'll get that (laughs) back out there. Um, yeah, I what actually makes me feel okay about Marshawn playing there is. Was their their play in the Super Bowl not giving it to him and then losing it because they didn't give it to him? Like oh the fact that they, they didn't get a ring, and oh, yeah, and Marshawn yeah. can sit there and say, "If they would have gave it to me, we'd have had a ring." Like that that yep. that helps. That definitely helps. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it was worse that it it gave Tom Brady a Super Bowl, but like lesser of two evils. So I was fine with it that year because that was the. Yeah, year none of us like to talk about. Right, yeah, the year none of us like to talk about. It prevented them Still from going over. back to back. Yeah, fuck them. All right, uh, Nick, we got we got some time here at the end. Do you want to give us a trivia question? I'd love to get a trivia question if we can. Sure. Yeah, I've got uh, a trivia question here. So you have sleeves on this week. I do. Damn. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Where's the puppy? So hard. Here's the hat. No hat this week. Uh, we'll work on it. Wow. Yeah. Right, what's our trivia question, Nick? All right. So Aaron Rodgers this past weekend won his first third time in his career in a game in which he did not throw a touchdown and threw at least one interception. So what are the other previous two games in which Aaron Rodgers has won a game okay. without throwing a touchdown That's while also throwing at least one interception? Can I just guess the team, or do I have to give you like December seventh? No, no, no. Yeah, snowy like, weather. Yeah, just the just the game. I, Jimmy, go ahead because it sounded like you had one. No, I just was clarifying. Where I think, to make updates. Was it the like, the, what, the Bears game uh, in Soldier Field when it was stupid cold and Ty Montgomery was a running back? That is not one of them. I'm is, you, you I'm guessing. Ty's <laughs> a correct team against the Bears. Okay, so I get that because Jimmy asked if we can just say the Titans. Yeah, right, yeah. One the is Bears. the other one. Is the other one the Jets? Is it the zero and nine or the nine and zero game against Mark Sanchez? So he didn't turn the ball over in that game. So okay. Mm. Then I uh, so, the, so the Bears game is 2010, the NFC Championship game. He didn't have a touchdown in that game and had two interceptions. Really? Yep. Because he ran for the first touchdown of the game. Yeah. And then James Starks had a touchdown in the second quarter. And then and BJ then BJ Raji had the pick six. Wow. Wow. Uh. A hint, a hint for you guys. The other one was quite recently, not this year, and not mm-hmm. last year. So that uh, I'm gonna guess uh, there was 2019 um, was the year that it would the other one would have been. I don't know. Right. Bills? Was it the Vikings? Know. 
It was the Viking game. Was it ah. the home? Was it the home opener against the Vikings? It was not the home opener. It was the the game they wrapped up the division on December twenty third against the Vikings in Minneapolis. Man, so in that game he uh, he threw one interception, no touchdowns. Hmm. Fucking sucks. What was the final score of that game? Don't let him go in the Hall of Fame. You know, you would have thought in my research of this, I would have written that down. I think it was 23 to 10, I think was the final score. Okay. But but don't quote me on it. <laughs> you would have thought Sorry. that I would have written that down, but but no. Hey, for I love these. We, you know, we don't expect Nick that much up, out of Nick. you, Nick, so it's fine. I don't know. Hey, you start, start, Nick has set the bar pretty high for these trivia questions. Now, I know. Yeah, I know. Can we, can we step these down a little bit? Yeah. Every time you've asked, I just thought, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's like looking at Jimmy's face as you're asking the question. <laughs> it gets dumber and dumber. Like I, I will say this works better when we can throw to a break and like That's we true. don't have to sit here awkwardly, but I do appreciate get uh getting the questions in because I do I think they're fun. Yeah, mm. that's what I that's why I've made sure to get this in because Nick has been Nick's been putting in a lot of work on this. Thank you, Nick. You're we welcome. Appreciate it. Always. Year and um, a half into the show, Nick's finally putting in some effort. Seriously, yeah, took for fucking ever. All right, let's get. Uh, I've got two bar bets here to wrap up the show here quick. Um, the first one is about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, fittingly enough, for for touchdowns, he didn't throw like he said. Didn't throw one last week. Vikings this week over under one and a half touchdowns. I just have touchdowns, but let's say touchdown passes for Aaron Rodgers this week. Over under for him, or do they run heavy with with Dylan? Jimmy? Over five. I think they are going to commit to Dylan. I think it's going to be a big game for him. I think they're going to really try to force the Packers to run, but I think he starts going off and they are some openings for Rodgers. And MVS kills it again, killed it against the Vikings last year. I think he'll do it again That's this true. year. So, two. Todd? Uh, I'm going to go. Yep. Five Bakhtiari's over. Okay. Uh, I will also go over, but it's. It's close. Does it change? Would it just hypothetically? Would it? How much would it change your decision if it was two and a half touchdowns? Does that become a little bit more? Yeah, would, that's how gambling works. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm just, <laughs> just saying. Like, I would go to three box yards. I'd be a little less confident. Same answer though. Five box yards over. Yes. The the last one here, in regards to Kenny Clark coming on here and and laying the laying it down for us promised on air that he would come back onto the show every week if he gets two sacks this week against the Vikings. So guys, does it happen? Does Kenny Clark get two sacks against the Vikings, Todd? Five Bakhtiari's under God does not like me enough to put me in a situation where we can tell <laughs> Kenny Clark he's going to be on here every week. So absolutely not. Jimmy? Um, I'm going to go I I really wish it was five over, uh, but I'm gonna go three under, and I think he's gonna get one, and he's just gonna say, you know what, that's enough to come on for just one more week instead of every week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. This might kill my whole Bakhtiari betting like already, career and stuff. But hammer the over <laughs> five Bakhtiaris. Hell yes, Kenny Clark gets at least two sacks this week against Kirk Cousins, and he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna get that second one. He's gonna lift up his jersey and he's gonna say, 
I promise Lombardi's bar on like a shirt underneath, like what Z used to do. <laughs> I wish that dude, right, that so dude is. Let's make sure ready for this. That prediction is involved with those five Bakhtiari. <laughs> yeah. If he hits the two and that celebration doesn't Has hold, have the shirt. He's out. <laughs> oh, you know, it should be a good game uh, this week. I'm. They, they should win, right? Like we didn't get to really preview the Vikings game much, but this should be a game that they they win, right? There's yeah, they should, but it's at Minnesota, and right? It's always, it's always rival game, Minnesota up there. Yeah, yeah. I, it's their Super Bowl. Yeah. It always is. Yeah, yeah, every single year. All right. Well, we uh, we'll be back next week. I won't be back next week, but you two will be back yep. next week. Ooh, um, Jimmy, do we want to tell him who the guest bartender is next week? yeah you do it <laughs> it was do you not know it was your idea and you were in the conversation we're, as we I'm were letting, talking about earlier yep, in the yeah, show i remember, we, we I know, remember we, it now. We, todd take it take as it, we please. were talking about earlier like in the, the show we might just go back and and watch all of the freezer stuff we've got sanjay yeah coming on <laughs> to guest bartend in dan's place next week so that's right i uh, forgot be sure and tune in for too. that because uh believe it or not sanjay and i get along worse than jimmy and i so it should be a fantastic <laughs> episode can't wait to be a punching bag for both of them <laughs> what the fuck what has it ever been you as a oh, punching what's bag? with the f bombs dude clean it up you want you you guys what just ask you just asked me if if I can have if Grandma will come on the show, and you're gonna oh, start dropping f bombs now. Not, I was heavy on it this episode. You're right. Yeah, get fucked. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> Todd, you want to let the people know where they can find you and anything you want to promote this week. Yeah, um, check me out at the Todd V. Uh, you can <laughs> you can follow me there on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm Brandon off topic. That comes out. Shit, I think we that's on Tuesdays. Uh, just before this, Jimmy and I just did a new episode of Jizz and Jazz for our Patreon over there. So check that out. Uh, patreon.com slash on brand off topic, I think is the name of it. Sure, that's that's an Aaron job. Um, and then I'm here with you guys and the MVS show on Tuesdays, Jimmy. Yeah, um. A lot of what Todd said, just follow me, Jimmy underscore C08 on brand off topic on Tuesdays, Jizz and Jazz Fridays, Lombardi Bars Wednesdays, Pack a Day on Thursday, and then uh, be helping out with the MVS show again. So you'll see me back on that. But just make sure I know that before we send it off, and Dan, you tell people where to find you. The Kenny Clark interview was a little glitchy. Uh, like we said in the comments, we're going to upload that to YouTube. So if you want to check that out where we're not making weird glitches, please do that. Also, vote Kenny Clark Pro Bowl. Seriously. He kind of got cut at the end. He mentioned he got gypped. He doesn't want to play in it because we have the Super Bowl, but get him into that Pro Bowl. Let him get that Pro Bowl bonus and uh, help the man out. He's got a kid to feed. Give him yeah. the Pro Bowl bonus. The kid's got to go to college, man. Also, I feel like we need to take the lead on getting him into the Pro Bowl. Eventually, no, this, is we our, keep this getting, is our mantle. Eventually, yeah. if we start keep getting this guy paid, he's yeah. going to give us something has to maybe has he'll to. just give us his pro bowl bonus one day like hey this is my eighth pro bowl in a bro it's mainly because you guys here split my pro bowl bonus yeah or yeah, i would this is our this like, is our crusade even like run out. A fist bump that'd be cool yeah yeah anything with a handful <laughs> of cash in it what 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DK all the way uh, here every Wednesday, obviously every other Tuesday on pack a day podcast. And then in my piece out on uh, game on Wisconsin website every Friday as well. Uh, thank you again to Kenny Clark for, for joining us that Matt. Yes. We need to mobilize the max pizza pub people to start get this going um, for Nick, for Todd, for Jimmy, again, for our friend, Kenny Clark, for joining us today. Say thank you. I'm Dan Connick. Enjoy this week, everybody. Beat the Vikings. The Vikings suck. And until next week, I won't see you, but enjoy Thanksgiving and go Pack Go. Go Pack Go. Oh.